0: Welcome to the Behind Their Business podcast, the show that's peeling back the curtain and showing what's actually happening behind the scenes of running a business. I'm your host, Steph Blake, and each week you'll hear from women at all levels of business who are showcasing their stories of struggle and triumph as they juggle business ownership with day-to-day life. Join us to hear inspiring stories and strategies for starting and growing your own business. Hey everybody, Steph Blake here, and I am so glad that you are here for this week's episode. As usual, it is going to be amazing, so you are in for a treat. But before we dive into that episode, I want you to join our private and 100% free and supportive community, for business owners to connect in called the Competent CEO Community. So if you have not joined us yet, here is your invitation to come and join us. Each week I also do a live training to share my best tips and tricks for scaling an online business the easy way. We talk about strategy, team building, mindset, tools, automation, and everything in between to help you confidently step into the CEO role in your business. So you can go to confidentceocommunity.com to join us today. And now let's dive in to this discussion with our incredible guest. Welcome back to the Behind Their Business podcast, or if this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. I am so glad that you are here because today our guest is going to share about juggling military and spouse life and being the default parent of four kids, which blows my mind on top of having to move every few years and start over. So... going to be a lot of good conversations happening here and as a what she calls herself a scrappy military wife she moves every couple of years like we said and she's worked in various jobs in public relations marketing journalism video production when she calls herself a Jill of all trades but in 2013 she started working as a freelancer and now she helps creative entrepreneurs grow their audience monetize their talents online and build their marketing funnel. So Emily, I am so glad that you are here. Please welcome Emily Reagan to the show, everyone.
1: Hey, hey! hey. thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today. (laughs) Me too.
0: All right. So we have a lot to talk about in a short amount of time. So I'm going to hand the microphone over to you and take us on a journey. Like where did things start for you specifically with this military life freelancing journey?
1: Oh my gosh. I love talking about this because I used to be so embarrassed by my resume. We have moved 12 times in 19 years. So I have never had a job longer than 18 months and having baby boomer parents, I feel like this is an embarrassment, right? But my parents don't really put that pressure on me, but we're taught to stay loyal and have these jobs and these careers. And I married at 22 I, don't, I have no regrets. I love the military life. I've been all over the world, literally. But I gave up my career. And I've been really scrappy. I'm very industrious. I've always managed to find some related job to my field. And like I said, never stay there longer than 18 months. I think one time I even lied saying we would be there longer. I've had to lie to say we'd be there longer. And so it's kind of been tough when you have this very flighty, chaotic resume to see your worth in that. But eventually I started realizing here in this online space, it shows something that I'm really strong at. That's probably one of the most desired soft skills anyone could have. And that's my ability to adapt. So I had to do a big mind switch there. And I remember that moment when it happened and I had a boss and uh, by the way, I'd never made a salary more than 40000 either because I'm always moving. I'm always starting at the bottom. I never have vacation days. And I had my new boss for this nonprofit where I uh, got hired as a PR director tell me he knew he could get me for cheap. And he didn't mean it like that, <laughs> but the face Sorry. You're making is how <laughs> it sounds. yes. <laughs> But what he meant is I had, I was sitting on this bank of skills that, you know, the energy company down the street wouldn't see because I'm not connected. I don't have a network. No one knows who I am because I've changed jobs so much. And so I have, I've done great in these positions because I get to be a one man band. I get to be the Jill of all trades, like doing everything PR and marketing related. But when he said that to me, I kind of saw the worth, even though he said it kind of effed up, (laughs) like not <laughs> like, but I knew what he meant by that. And he was actually a really good boss. So I'm not really throwing him under the bus. But it kind of clicked for me. I'm like, yeah, I have this desirable skill set and I need to market. And so I, I need to own it, really. And somewhere in there, I had my dream job, found out I was pregnant the first week of work with my first kid and I everything changed you know you know this you talk about it here on the show but when you have kids everything changes and I stayed in that dream job for 18 months (laughs) which is what I do and then it was time to move again and at that point I just couldn't go back to a nine-to-five like I just couldn't do it and that was with one kid and my husband being in the military he was always in the field. He was like training, like you could drive by I-40 and see them in the tents and, you know, he would be away from home. I'm trying to juggle a baby, get ready for TV interviews at 6 a.m. Because that's when you can get on TV, right? Like with the soft news. So I'm trying to do my hair. I have this baby. I have no help. You know, the default parent, it just hit me really hard. And I'm so lucky and I'm so privileged to have this military income coming in and the benefits, but I just realized I couldn't keep up the career and move all the time. So that was like a very fast, long winded story about how I got there. I started freelancing and then the rest is history.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can completely resonate with you talking about baby boomer parents. My mom has been with the same company for 35 years. Oh my God. So when I started my like quote unquote professional career, I was with two different companies, five years each. So a total of 10 years and like the traditional corporate world. And once I told my mom I was leaving, she's like, what are you doing? You can't do that. Like, <laughs> so yes, it's, I I completely understand that. And then of course, come all the mindset issues like, oh my gosh, am I really supposed to be doing this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, you know how that goes. Yeah. Um, But I'm so glad that you were able to not only work through those like that specific set of mindset issues for yourself, but finally find a career path that worked for you, worked for your one child at the time, and now you're four kids. So yeah,
1: it's been awesome because I started freelancing. I was never just a VA and I was always doing marketing-related work. I am not an admin assistant or executive assistant, but I was always doing the marketing work because that's you know what my background was in. And it just opened so many doors and it's been great because I can PCS, which is the term for move. And I've had babies. I've had a couple babies and um, a couple deployments. And I've had clients who are cool, like their moms, they get it. They know it's not a burning fire and they appreciate me and it moves with me. And I just love it. It's been it's such a game changer
0: because you mentioned the deployments, we, we need to talk about this. Like, okay. How, how, how did you do all of this? You have four, I'm assuming you have four kids when he went on deployment, right? Yeah.
1: So yeah. He, most recently. Yeah.
0: So our, what are their ages so that we can kind okay. of like conceptualize
1: this? Well, I want to preface, um, uh, my husband's in the air force or actually he just retired, but we did a lot of separation early on. And there was a reason why we didn't have kids. And for six years, I was alone all of the time that first six years, I think I counted it up. And for three years he was gone. And that's why I didn't have babies earlier. <laughs> I was like, nope. Uh, and I was trying to, you know, get my career going. And so I got pretty lucky. He didn't, deploy to, uh, hot spots. He wasn't in war zones. I mean, at one point he was in Iraq and they, they would get some mortars, but he was never in danger. So I feel like I have to preface that with some of these spouses who are seal wives or you know, green beret or special ops wives where they don't even know where their, their spouses are. And I say wives, obviously I mean, spouses, like I want to be inclusive here. Um, but he most recently, he did. He'd already done a year remote when we first got married. And then he did one when I had four kids. I mean, that was hell. It was hell trying to run a business. And at that point, I had my client work. I'm launching my course. I'm trying to make this scalable dream. I had a, eight women in my agency and I had four kids and no family. I went crazy. I think I went crazy. And that's when I, st- I had to start letting some clients go. For sure.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, did, did you sleep? What,
1: yeah. <laughs> what did, what did oh you my do? Gosh. I I mean, I remember one of the, the cliche moments was hiring a housekeeper and being like, this is amazing. I'm never going back. Cause you know, just to real, any kind of burden I could relieve. I remember hiring Um, my neighbor's aunt, who was in town from the Dominican Republic, and she needed work. And I let her watch my kids so I could take some kids to soccer and not screw up bedtime. So I had to reach out and get help. And I had to sometimes pay for it. Mm -hmm. That was going to be my next question
0: because you lived on base. Do they call it base in the Air Force? No,
1: I actually only lived on base once when it was required. But no, we're, we're out in the wild.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. So I was assuming there were just it was like a whole base full of other military spouses who could kind of lean on each other. But you didn't even have that.
1: No. Um, And especially when we were in South Florida, because it was a whole different world down there for for us who didn't speak Spanish. We were at a very tiny base. There was no... um, no commissary, like nothing was close by. It was very, very small. It was beautiful being near Key Largo though. I mean, there was a lot of perks. I don't want to sound ungrateful.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So can you just share a little bit about what it was like to move so frequently? So I mean, yeah. did you homeschool your kids or were they in like public school?
1: So they're, they've been in public. I okay. definitely was more worried about that. This is for you with my first like my first, I was super worried about kindergarten. He was he's very young for his age group. He was a little bit eh, like maybe behind in his dexterity and writing skills or desire to color. And uh so I I like stressed a lot about that decision with him. But once I started having more kids and I realized I did homeschool year once with number two, and it was really fun. But once I had baby number three, it's like outnumbered, outmanned. Um, I definitely started leaning into daycare with the fourth, we moved to Florida and I can remember finding out I was pregnant the day we were moving in literally. And number four was a wanted surprise. I will say that. And (laughs) I could be more vague, but like, it was like, oh my God, this is happening. And I remember having this thought step where I was like, I think I have to give up my business. I think I have to give it up till she's in kindergarten. And so thank God I didn't, thank God I didn't. So when she was about a year, I ended up putting her in daycare and just leaning on help. But by then I was going through some, you know, issues with my husband's mental illness and I needed the support. And it's so funny because it relates to my own business, teaching digital marketing, virtual assistants. And I tell business owners, excuse me, all the time to hire help. I tell them all the time to hire help. And here I had to do that in my world to survive.
0: Yeah. Can you, I mean, if you're comfortable, of course, sharing, can you share a little bit about what these experiences were like for your kids? Have they
1: shared that with you at all? I think they're resilient. I've learned the hard, the, just by watching, I'm very observant that they really learn so much from us as mothers. And so I have a dear friend that she was always complaining about South Florida, always whining about having to move. And then I would hear her kids mimic it. And so I've known like lead by example, I'm going to embrace the positive. Of course, we're allowed to talk about feelings, right? We're allowed to have those, but I'm going to set the example. So I've always taught them to embrace it. And they've they've done well. They're very resilient and adaptable. And so far nobody has any trauma that I'm aware of. <laughs> like, and I'm sure I'm screwed up, but you know. Yeah. I've heard
0: from, so I don't, I don't know a ton of people who were, I don't know, is this even the right term to say like military brats? I know people used to say that. I don't even know if that's the yeah. right term to I use. I feel anymore. like
1: if I say that I get scolded by people, but sometimes right. it just slips out. It's easy.
0: <laughs> right. Right. I mean, that's, that's the only term that I know, but anyway. Yeah. Kids who have parents in the military and move a lot, I've heard that they're actually really grateful for that because they are so resilient. They can adapt so much more easily to situations because especially once we are out of the traditional, like, go to school, maybe go to college, structure, everything in life is insane, right? Like yeah. From trying to find new jobs to starting businesses, you have to adapt so quickly and I think that's actually a really great skill set to have. Yeah, you know, it kind of ties back
1: to what I just talked about with my own resume, right?
0: Yeah, exactly, so, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's so funny because in South Florida, and I'm not bashing South Florida, but there was a lot of kids who'd never been out of the state. I mean, it takes a lot of effort to leave South Florida and my kids were just shocked and here they've been to all these States and they know these places. And, and you know, I grew up in the military too. So I'm very familiar with this life. And it was a funny, because I remember my mom telling me this story where this kid went back Stateside, he was talking about all these places he's been in the world. And the teacher just thought he was lying and making up shit. And, um, he wasn't, he really had. And, and I, I love that for them, but I do, you know, it's so nice. We just retired and moved to Richmond. We're starting to see kids like at soccer, at school, at swim, you know, run into the store. And I'm like, I am craving that community. Like I am ready to settle down <laughs> and not move again.
0: Oh my gosh. I, I bet <laughs> that's, that's a lot of moving. I've moved. So I thought that I moved a lot from like, I'm trying to think when I was like 18 until 30. I think I moved like seven times, just like in the same area, but just different apartments or a house, things like that. And I thought that was a lot, but it's nothing compared to moving different states and whatnot. Um, but one thing that you briefly mentioned before, and share as much or as little about this as you want. And I'm just gonna say this could potentially be a trigger warning for some people. So I just want to say that before we start talking about it. Um, I know you mentioned that you're husband had some depression and anxiety. So if that's something you're comfortable sharing, and like I said, share as little or as much as you want, because um, I think it can be really helpful for people to hear kind of both sides of that story.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you're the first person I have really talked about this with. So this is like kind of, this is kind of new for me, but I think it's really important that women know that there's so much going on you know, behind the scenes, like we see that highlight role, you see my beautiful headshots, but there's a lot of, uh, like stuff that's been going on in the background. And the beautiful thing is I've been able to take that run with it and make it part of my why story, but I've watched my husband, um, I've watched him kind of slip over the years. And at the time I wasn't really aware because, you know, we're having kids, we're busy, but I saw him kind of slipping. And now we know that he was probably high functioning with anxiety and depression for a while, but he had this situation where he was working for a horrific four-star general and I can pinpoint it to this job. I can pinpoint it. And it makes me so sad in hindsight because we we have no control in the military. Like when you get tapped on the shoulder, you have to say, yes, sir. Like there is no, 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 sir. And so it just, it sucks that it kind of crushed him and he didn't quite have the tools to cope. And so over the years it was a slow decline until it just like blew up in our faces. And it sent me into panic mode because as a mom of four, I was pregnant with number four. I had just had that thought, like, maybe I need to pause my business. And then suddenly I'm about to have kid number four. And I don't know if I can count on um, the military's future, you know, because we put in all this time so we can get retirement, right? We want we want that like security and we put up with little pay and all these these like bad things that can come with it because we can get that security at 20 years. And I, I thought I was going to lose it all. I thought that who would want to hire me? I've been out of work. Well, thank God I had my freelancer work going, you know. but I could definitely create a situation where I could finally walk into the energy company and get the six figure salary. Like I had had my baby break and now I've dusted off my skills and I could do that. And so there was just so much, Um, good that came of this, although it was really hard to watch someone slip. And I want to tie it back to this whole sense of asking for help. And part of it, like Al-Anon or part of, you know, dealing with anybody struggling is that you can't control them right? You can only control yourself. And my big regret is that I kept it like super hidden, like didn't talk about it and tell people and until it was too late. And so if I hope if anybody listening to this, if one thing you walk away with is to talk about it, find somebody, find a therapist, find the group. If you need to go to Al-Anon, if you need to go into forums or blogs, like it's okay. And it's normal. And we all fear the stigma You know, when something not pretty is going on in our lives, it will be ostracized. And that might happen by people who aren't your true friends or whatnot. But I just want to encourage you to talk, talk to people. And I mean, I had to get a therapist for the first time in my life. Um, My business exploded because I was like, I refuse to let this stop me. And I'm going to take care of my children. And now it's amazing because I have this six-figure business and I've done it. And this is a big part of my why I've never shared. And this was my motivating factor. Like I will never have the rug slipped out from under me. And I've got to be able to provide for my kids should anything happen. Like anything. Like, I don't know. With a deployment, you just never know, right? So, yeah. Um, I think it's hard too because... I've watched him try to, you know, balance doctors, do the things that he needed to do. But like, I want to like, just go in and fix it, <laughs> you know, like I'm the implementer and I've really had to be okay with letting that part go, you know, I, I can't control it. And so I've learned a lot and I have to tell you, anytime I ever saw anything dealing with mental health, I used to just tune out. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm that girl. And, uh, like, I was like, yeah, I'm not interested. And now I'm like, oh my God, like, this is so crucial because like, if I had let myself slip, if I hadn't gone, gotten help, I mean, I had to go on medicine. Um, I had to go on some happy pills to get through some trauma and, um, I had to take care of myself because I was the last line for my kids. And it's interesting. Um, luckily the military was super super patient with him, um, helped him get the help he needed. Um, they have whole programs to help soldiers dealing with PTSD and, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff happening, you know, with women, you know, being raped in the military, we have, um, traumatic war, you know, injuries and situations. And so like, I know that this is like, really hard on people because we're not talking about it, but I'm so glad that he got his you know, second chance. He took the steps he needed to heal. Like he wanted to be a good father, um, but it's still always going to be in the back of my head, like that fear, you know? So yes. that was a
0: lot. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I didn't even want to step in because I was like, oh my gosh, this is all so good. And I'm so glad that you're sharing this because yeah. like you said, this is a side of not even military life, just life in general. That people don't really talk about. They're like, like you said, sharing the highlight reel, sharing your beautiful headshot, sharing your day at the park with the kids, but right. not talking about like having to go to therapy. Well, more people are talking about that now, but maybe yeah. to go on prescription medication to work through something, you know, like, I'm just, yeah. I'm really glad that you shared that. And I'm also glad that he got the help that he needed. You got the help you needed yeah. so that your kids can benefit from that too, in the long run.
1: Yeah. Cause, cause that's ultimately. What could really affect them is mm-hmm. unhealthy, unhealthy boundaries, unhealthy relationships and all of that.
0: Absolutely. My husband and I had to do something similar. No, we're not in the military, but just dealing with different types of anxiety, some depression here and there. We mm-hmm. got to a breaking point where we were like, we can't live like this anymore. Like Our marriage will not last. And we also wanted to do it for our son and now our future child <laughs> that is on yeah. the way as well, because it's. It's a ripple effect. Right. Like, you know, I don't know if you notice this, but for me specifically, I noticed I had traits from my parents that were just kind of passed down because maybe they didn't work through their stuff. So it's like, okay, you know what? We're stopping this in the tracks. We're not going to let this go on any further. We are going to be the ones who heal our wounds so that our children don't have to experience it. So I'm really glad that you did that as well.
1: And it's what's what I didn't realize is it's not you. It's not like you just start taking the right, you know, antidepressant and things just pop into place, right? It took time, and uh, the Zoom Zoom school year and the pandemic shutdown. It was really difficult, and I felt like. A little bit of a loser <laughs> with my business because things just had to plateau. I mean, it was a reality of what was going on. I mean, there's a lot of like walking on eggshells when somebody is not well and you know, putting that person first and a lot of like deep seated, like people pleasing, but yet I mean, yeah, you're worried. And uh the zoomier, I'm just glad that's over, girl. <laughs> like, like I, you know, so I feel like People don't talk about that part
0: either. <laughs> well, and I I haven't. Well, people have mentioned it here and there, but I personally didn't have to go through that. My son was only one at the time. So I was like, okay. I was home with him all the time. Anyway, I'm always yeah. home with him. So it didn't really affect <laughs> our family. But um, I know, for example, so my youngest brother is 11. So my stepmom and dad had to do like Zoom schooling for him. And they were just talking about like, it was awful. they were like, cause it went. Like he wasn't listening to them because it's like not their teacher. I, I don't know.
1: I, know. I don't know. My sixth grader was crying and he was new. So the teachers didn't really know him and they just were assuming the worst and then doing Zoom kindergarten, like, which was a whole Montessori school. Like <laughs> you even do Zoom kindergarten. What What do you, what does that even No, oh, I know she was, re- oh, let me just tell you, I'm really good uh, at teaching the math because we could get in and get out. So she got really good at math, but her writing, cause I didn't have the patience to sit there and be like, let's write every little sentence. So her, her writing and reading was definitely behind, which is funny coming from me. Cause I love to read and write, but I almost like gave up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So hard. actually, so we're planning to homeschool, our kids. Um, that won't start for another like year or two. But I told my husband, I was like, "You need to commit to being the one to do this because I'm going to tell you right now, I will do arts and crafts, but I have the patience for nothing else. <laughs> like, yes. I I can't do it." And he, he's some- great.
1: So yeah, that's so good. And do. I think that brings up like a good spouse relationship. I've had to get to the point now that my husband as well, it's amazing how much he stepped in to help when for years, it might've been like a ghost or shell of him that I mm-hmm. didn't realize. So now he's the one checking homework. Like I actually got a lot off my plate. I had to be very patient, but he's the one running everyone to basketball. He, I mean, it, it, it's like such a different Oh it's like we've done a 180 and I love it. Like I wouldn't go back cuz I'm not the good I'm not good with follow through, right? So I'm terrible about signing the homework thing every day. Like I just suck at that. And so it's so nice that I feel like we're more balanced now and for a while I'm like, "Man, how did I put up with that for so long?" But I didn't know any better. He didn't know any better, and that's why we're having this conversation. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm glad that you shared that. And it's great that you each have different skill sets so that you can use those in your life with your kids, all of it. So thank you so much for being here, Emily. This has been such a good conversation. I feel like we've just peeled back the curtain on so many different topics during (laughs) this episode. So there's a lot here. There's a lot to digest. But if somebody wants to connect with you to either just talk about military spouse life or to work with you, where's the best place to do that?
1: Oh my gosh. I'm having the most fun over on Instagram. That is the place for me right now. I've also, I have also have a podcast, Unicorns Unite, where we talk more about digital marketing and working online, but the best place is over there and you'll see all my pretty highlight photos, but you'll see some raw behind the scenes, like no makeup, no eyebrows, Emily too. <laughs> I
0: love that. So we'll link to all of those in
1: the show notes for everybody as well. So
0: Emily, thank you again for being here. This was such a good conversation. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Behind Their Business podcast with me, Steph Blake of the Blake Collective, which is a female-led company focused on helping online entrepreneurs start and scale their own businesses. If you or someone you know would make a great guest for the show, we would love to interview you. Visit our website at BehindTheirBusiness.com to submit a short application and learn more about the show and how you can support our mission. If you enjoyed the show, we would love for you to share it with a friend or a loved one too. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Thank you again for listening to the Behind Their Business podcast.